Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson number seven, the last one for this week for Friday, November 9. We have uh, some really good vivid pictures, uh, imagery, symbols that I hope will stay in our imagination, not uh, just during this week, but uh, as we continue to grow in our place, in our churches, wherever God has placed you and I. Um, I want to close with some thoughts from Friday's lesson. There is a one sentence in the middle of that paragraph that says, Rather than a static image, we are impelled to visualize a story of the process of construction rather than a completed edifice. In other words, what we're seeing is a building that is being built, not a building that is completed. Uh, this church, this uh, household, this family is, is alive and it's growing. That's the evidence that it's um, alive, that is not staying the same. And uh, I just you know, try to compile all of those imageries into my own family. Who, we live in a home, in a household, and uh, we are a family. And we are temples all together. Uh, we're more than two. <laughs> we're two or three are gathered. Jesus is in our midst. And by the grace of God, every day, we do that. We get together in his name to experience his presence. As a family, we have chores. And um, one of the things that revealed to us, revealed to me that we're growing, is the fact that our home is never totally there. Um, just when we've tackled the laundry, Oh, we got a vacuum. Oh, we did that two weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, and then when we're done with the vacuuming, oh, we got to fold laundry or we got to uh, clean bathrooms or cook, <laughs> um, can do the dishes. Chores just never seem to end. And one of the things that uh, we noticed was with when my wife and I are trying to instill in our kids, they, they need to help out. Um, Nate right now is Gianna. Anaya, you know, tries to help, but you know how that goes when she tries to help us fold laundry. But we're glad that she does, and we don't discourage it. But one of the things that we notice is sometimes we have to stop and realize, hey, hold on, mommy is working, daddy is working. What's Gianna doing? She's sitting down. She found a book as she was putting things away. She found a book that she really liked, and she decided to sit and read it. <laughs> um, she would get tired. Or she just didn't feel like like doing it. She was she she didn't have enough motivation. And those three things, distractions, lack of stamina, or lack of motivation, are things that are not that infrequent in Gianna's experience because she is still a child. I would we would not expect, and we certainly don't uh, ask her to clean the whole house or vacuum the entire house or fold all the laundry or do the laundry for that matter, to do all of the dishes. She does help out and she has helped my wife and I plenty of times with, you know, dishes and spoons and things like that. And it was it's a blessing for me to see my little girl step into an adult role. And that's the point, you know, as, as a church member, we need to ask ourselves, you know, am I lacking stamina? Am I lacking motivation? Am I being distracted? Because those are signs that spiritually speaking, I am still immature. I am still a child. Um, in Ephesians chapter 4, we are told in synthesis, you know, why God has placed, you know, the stomach, the kidneys, the liver, <laughs> the elders, the deacons, the teachers in the scriptures. 
It is to equip the, the saints for the ministry. Um, that's what we read in verse 12, Ephesians 4.12. Um, all of these organs in the body, the servants, really, that's what a, a liver is. That's what a kidney is. It's a servant. The skeletal system is a servant. They are there for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. There's the imagery again. Until we all attain the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature person. Um, as a result, we are no longer to be children. You know, my child, as Anaya is following in her footsteps, she will demonstrate an eagerness to do, but not the stamina to follow through. She will want to help, but will get distracted every minute or so with a doll or with a cube that she finds uh, interesting enough to play with. Or just will lack motivation because there's really, they don't understand the incentive of a clean house or orderly home yet. Um, they actually, <laughs> especially our two-year-olds, I, I think we're convinced she likes it messy. That's what she gravitates to. But as they get older, they will appreciate a clean room, uh, folded clothes that are clean, that are washed. Um, those are signs of dawning maturity. And the same in the church. You may feel comfortable just sitting right now. You may feel comfortable, hey, the church doesn't need me. Look, everything's happening just fine and dandy and I just come and go. Well, you may think that, but the reality is, is that just as we learned this week, God has placed you in the church you're at and he has made you custom made to do something in that church, to be a special part, an active part of that church. So right now, this week, I hope that you've been thinking about that. What is my role? What is my place in my church? Because now that I'm starting to realize this is what God has placed me here for, if, you're not, if you don't feel equipped, if you feel like you lack tools or training or skills, well, that's why the elders are there, the deacons, the pastor, for sure, definitely the pastor is there to equip you, to empower you. So make use of the other organs so that you can find your place in the church and growingly be more and more effective in fulfilling that ministry. You know, the other day, my wife came and it was just me and my daughter at home. And my wife found uh, a lot of food that was made, the house cleaned and all the toys put away. And Gianna and I, it was, and Anaya, of course, tanging along. But at this point, it was Gianna and I working together in the house. And you know what? There was no more greater joy to see my little girl um, stepping up and actually asking me, what else can I do? And I can do it, Daddy. Don't, don't, don't worry. You can do something else. I can do this. To me, that was evidence that my little seven-year-old is not so little anymore. She is starting to experience the joys of adulthood. As a pastor, I can tell you that I feel great joy when I see members that are stepping up and allowing themselves to become mature, to start taking responsibilities for the church's ministries. You know, uh, at Monroe Church, we have two precious members, um, Dan and Mary Adams. They have just been recently baptized. And even before their baptism, they were already sharing um, with their friends and um, family members the things they were learning in the Bible. Soon after their baptism, they were holding Bible studies with individuals, sharing the awesome things they were learning and encouraging others to memorize the scripture as they've been learning to do as well. 
And I tell you what, they are a great joy to the leaders of the church. They are a great joy to me in my heart to see that they're not waiting. They're stepping up. Mary said, can I change the sign in our church more frequently? <laughs> um, people may think that, you know, having the same sign for three or four months, th that this church is vacant. They may think we, there's no one here to change. I want to I wanna help our church represent a living church, an active church. That brought so much joy in my heart. And it's a, a evidence that they're not choosing to be little. Anaya is pushing her way into being a big girl too. She wants to hold the vacuum cleaner. She wants to fold the laundry. She wants to do the dishes. And I, I, if I could show you the pictures, we've taken uh, pictures and videos of Anaya, quote unquote, doing the dishes. My little girls want to grow and fulfill their responsibilities in the church. I know you feel the same. So don't let the enemy discourage you by making you feel small or insignificant. You have tremendous value. Jesus has died on the cross for you and he has given you the Holy Spirit. And with the Holy Spirit, a gift. A gift that has made you custom made for the church you're in. Why don't you ask God to reveal that more clear to you in a, in a clearer, more specific manner and then get to work. Go to your pastor, come to me um, and say, Lord, um, pastor, the Lord has put this burden in my heart. Put me to work. You can guarantee this pastor will honor that request. <laughs>